What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. Mike Stadler here. Mike. Yes, sir. Let's talk a little bit about Doe's property, buck to doe ratios. We got a question here from Steve. Steve said, "What is the best buck to doe ratio? And when shooting does, which ones do you guys shoot first? Old, young, which ones? How many does do you shoot for every buck?" Huh. Well, there's a lot involved in that question. Yeah, that's right? a lot. Of <laughs> that's not one question. You lied to me. Come on. It's like twelve questions. Not my fault. So I think you know Steve's fault. This is probably one where, you know, both of us have a little bit different opinions on some of it. True. Actually. Um, best, I'll, I'll say this is best buck to doe ratio. I mean, really? Like in a perfect world, I'd like to have two bucks to one doe. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, and that's my opinion. I want the competition. Yeah. Because that's the time I like to hunt them the most. You when know? they're aggressive yeah. and I can call them in and rattle them. I mean, I really, that's... That's the funnest. Yeah, that personal to me. That's you know, is that? Have you happen? ever been in a buck to doe ratio where it's two to one, Mike? A couple times. Kind of weird. Been close, yeah. Like when we had that lease, I think we had that a few times. Yeah, but it's not like they're all big bucks. Just so everybody knows. No, no, no. Just just bucks that are gonna cause problems. Right. You know, and and get other ones cranked up. I'm not saying like two giants running around after you. But that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be great. But you know, yeah, I mean, in a in a perfect world, I think a lot of people would say, yeah, because you want that's going to move them. They're going to move. They're yeah, gonna be it, kicking each other around. You well, know? that's the that's the biggest advantage right there. So, so a good buck to doe ratio causes deer movement. When you have deer movement, that gives you higher percentages of taking deer if you're smart and got everything set up right. Right. Yes, sir. So, in southern Wisconsin. Buck to doe ratios. I would say there is no place in southern Wisconsin where the buck to doe ratio is even one to one, two to one, three to one. I'd say more like five or six to one, right? Yeah, I would, I would expect. I and so. I'm talking does to every buck. Yeah. Now, um, deer biologists will argue that and they'll tell you here's why. Uh, when doe, does have twins, um, one's a buck, one's a doe. And that is pretty much true. Mm -hmm. um, it's also true in humans, in case people don't know that. Um, what is it, 51% of the uh, babies born to humans are girls, and 49% are boys. The same ratio Real is number. almost, yeah, is almost the same for every species on the planet. There's only a few species that, which are amphibians that can change their own sexes too, like frogs and shit like that. Okay, enough of that. But what I'm saying is, um, most buck to doe ratios uh, here in southern Wisconsin where we're talking about, I would say are that four or five to one, uh, maybe even worse in a lot of places, and you'll see that. Um, as for taking of the does. So I'm a firm believer trying to take, if I take a buck off my property, we want to try and take at least two does off my property. Three or four would probably be good, I think. Uh, Mike's place can be a little bit different, although it's probably pretty close to the same it is. currently. Yeah. Um, your neighbors are a little closer uh, and they, get, they seem to help. They do, they so take does. It makes it easier for you. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, the the biggest thing is, you know, right now, I just, yesterday, um, I watched, I watched six dough come out of my corn together. And I'm like, like, oh my God, here we go. You know, I'm like, everybody's like, oh, it's pretty cool. It's not cool. Because if there's six right there, you know, we're going to have a dozen of them here again. Well, there's probably six more. Yeah, I don't don't want them. I don't want a dozen of them things here. You know, they eat too much. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like we've talked about before, those mature dough, especially those real old monarchs, kick those bucks out of properties. Yeah, you have one in particular. Yeah, right? she needs to die. God, I can't kill her. <laughs> she is brutal, you know. And yeah. That kind of goes to which ones you want to take. I think it's kind of a, it really is a horse of peace, I think. I Carl will take a younger one. He'll oh, take, yeah. He'll take a, a doe fawn. Yep. Doe. Doe fawn. fawn. You know, um, I try to shoot. I got a couple big monarch ones that I really want to kill that I haven't been able to do. Um, I kind of, I like to wait sometimes too much. I, I always see that straggler behind, you yeah. know, when, in the early season when the does are together yet. Yep, yep. That's the ones I want either because to me it tells me they're not a breeder. Yeah, they're usually, yeah, usually an older Most class. Most likely. I so I want to kill, that's the ones I try to kill. Yeah. Um, but we both try to kill them early. Yeah, so for us, honest truth is, first two weeks of bow season, maybe even the first four weeks of bow season, we're just don't want. Mm-hmm. If a buck comes in, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. right buck comes in, we're going to shoot it. Right. But uh, in general, we're hunting observation spots or or transition to food that we know the does are using. Edges. Yeah. Outside edges of our properties. Yeah, we're trying not to educate the deer. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how we go about doing it. Like Mike said, for me, age group wise, I will shoot a doe fawn before I'll shoot like a two and a half or three and a half year old doe, a doe I know is gonna produce fawns, mm-hmm. um, which may not be the smartest thing in the world. Uh, but to me, food is, food is king, a mouth is a mouth, they always eat. And they eat basically the same amount. Um, just because the deer is bigger doesn't mean it's always going to eat more food. Mm-hmm. Um, as of late, the does I've taken off my property are usually that you know year and a half to three and a half, four and a half year old does. Like you, <coughs> I have some monarch does that uh, if I maybe wait a little bit longer, mm-hmm. I'd be able to. They come in and I can shoot one. Right. You know what I'm saying there, but uh, you know. A doe is a doe, and I think you should take them out. I'm a firm believer in taking out every, taking out in my area two does for every buck we shoot off the property, if not three. Yeah, and we've always tried to do that. <clears throat> Whether it happens or not is another thing, but we right. try to do that. Uh, but you know, the, I think the the ratios again come to what we talk about all the time about uh, <clears throat> managing your own property, right, and really seeing what you have. You know, like like I said earlier, <clears throat> if I have if I have twelve does here, we gotta kill half of them, mm-hmm. um, and that'll be you know myself and Carl. And if I have to bring somebody else in here, that's what we're gonna do, because I don't want the bucks pushed off the property. Yeah, um, and I want them roaming around looking. You can't make it easy for them to find a doe. Right. Here's a real good <clears throat> example of that. You why don't you tell them? That first night you sat down at my land last year, how many does did you see <clears throat> physically from the stand that night? 
16, I think it was. 16 that you seen. Yeah, and that was not doubles. No. That was different locations. A lot of them stayed in the same spots. Right. Um, went different directions. So yeah, he could see a lot of space. Yeah, I could see it. You could see a lot from where I sat. And there were 16 of them. And of course, none of them gave me a good shot. Right. You know, to kill them. Yeah, they were all the way away. <coughs> and then I seen six mm -hmm. that night. And I was on the other side of the property, around the bend from you. So what is that? Twenty-two. Yeah, it's on only property. it's only twenty-two. Twenty-two on seventy-two acres. How many bucks you see? None. And how many bucks did I see? One. One. That's it. A little year and a half old. Yeah. Yeah. So that ratio was a little bit messed up. Yeah. Now here's the problem. I'd be tail off. Yeah. That tells me number one, I had too much summer food. The does were all there. Yeah. Or they were moving into there because of the good fall food, which mm -hmm. could have been coming off the neighbors and everything, which was fine. Um, we did have good bucks on the property, but we didn't have as many, right. which tells me that my mistake there was the food issue, which we are addressing this year. Yes. So you, there's always things you can do, but taking of does is one of them. And age group to me doesn't matter. Age group to Mike is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, either way is either way it works. Correct. I mean, you know, again, it comes down to you know where are you hunting? Um, what are you trying to do? You know, is it is it a property you can kind of try to control a little bit? That's a big thing. Yeah. You know, if, what are your neighbors like? My neighbor to my west does not shoot does at all. Yeah. Yells and screams, tells me I shouldn't be shooting does. Yeah. And we got how many on the property? Yeah. See, in, in here, you know, uh, two of my neighbors shoot does. Yeah. So I factor that in yeah, you to, have to. to what I'm going to take. Um, and we had a few shot last year. We had a couple get hit on the road. Yep. Um, so I kind of factor that. Now I've been seeing, but what I've been seeing again now tells me we're going to have too many. Yeah. You know, because yep. they're roaming this whole area. <laughs> yep. Oh, and you know, I, you want the bucks, obviously. So, but you know, early has always been ours. I see people shoot them late. I am not a proponent of that. I don't like it. Um, I will never do it myself. Yeah, I don't do it either. So you know, and at that my brother-in-law's the exact opposite. Right. Of he doesn't shoot does early, and he <clears throat> shoots them uh, late season. Right. And a lot of people do. Yeah. I just I don't. Carl doesn't. No. You know. So I, I, in my opinion, they're already bred at that point. I'm a, I think it's it's whatever you think you have to do to keep your ratio as close to whatever number you want to set on your own property. Remember smaller properties, you know, you can't tell me you're going to have 15 does on a 40 acre piece and then expect to have big bucks staying because they're not going to. Yeah. I mean, we've proven that multiple times. My property last year, mine, even Mike's. Mine last year too, we lost all those year one away for quite some time. They did. And it was a prime time. They just started to come back in, uh, and then we were done. Yep. But yeah, you know, don't get that idea that having a lot of does on your property is going to make you successful on a big buck. That is the, my opinion, the wrong way to think. Yeah. You do need does for bucks, yes. Correct. But you don't want too many of them. No, you want them to move. I remember down there at uh, one place, my brother-in-law's place years back when Mike and I first started hunting together, that I filmed... I don't know. It was, I think the one bachelor group, there was six or eight bucks that were three and a half to six and a half years old. And there were so many, this is before, there were, or right during the CWD 
stuff here in southern Wisconsin. There were so many does on the property, we had almost no rubs, no scrapes. Because yeah. they didn't have to do no, anything. Yeah, no competition. Nope. Nope. Everybody gets a prize. Yeah, yeah. The deer that year. That was a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's the end of that one. Right. Which does to take, when to take them. Those are our opinions on it. Appreciate the uh, question. If you guys get a chance, subscribe to the channel right down here in the lower right-hand corner. Just hit the Reaper. Hit the Reaper. Hit the Reaper, baby. Uh, Check us out. Listen to us on our podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeart Podcasts. RSS.com. All under The Obsession Podcast. Make sure you guys put the The Obsession Podcast in there. All three words. We, should, we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Later.